Previously on Fear the Walking Dead. We just get away from the city. We need to get away from people. What do you suggest, Mr. Strand? Go west. What's west? I have a home on the water. Have supplies. She was bitten. I don't think I can do it. Why'd we come here if we're not staying? The only way to survive a mad world is to embrace the madness. Abigail. An all-new episode of Talking Fear the Walking Dead. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And we are here to talk about Season two's premiere of the AMC zombie series, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. And I'm here with my uh, co-host, the Captain, uh, Captain Olaf Barbosa. How are you doing? Uh-oh, can't hear you, Cap. I hate when that happens. That stupid mute button, I'll just shoot it. I was like, I am doing great. Tired. I was like, uh, I survived. And normally I come to you all from the great state of Indiana. But uh, tonight I am in Nashville, Tennessee at the, just finished up with the Walker Stalker Con. So uh, I was like, uh, good weekend, but it it wears you out a lot of walking, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd never get tired, man. Uh, it's like, I just, I, I never, it's like, I don't sleep much. I just, I just kind of stay tired all the time. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we're, we're going to ask you about, uh, your weekend. I know you have some things to show us that, uh, you were able to, uh, cop while you were mm-hmm. gone. And, uh, our other, uh, normal co-hosts, they unfortunately couldn't make it with us. And we are, we're fortunate to have a newcomer to Blab, Chris General. How you doing, Chris? Hey, how's it going, guys? Pretty Can't good. Tell you, thanks for hosting us. Uh, how's it going, Captain? <laughs> going good. Now, now, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, I'm calling in from uh, Canada, eh? Uh, <laughs> Ontario. Uh, I'm pretty close to Niagara Falls. Usually that's the uh, popular place that uh, when someone says Canada, you tend to think of Niagara Falls or Toronto. But I'm about 20 miles south of Niagara Falls, and um, I was just looking for other Walking Dead fans, and obviously I found them. Yes, you did. You you hit the mother load <laughs> right here. Yeah, yeah. We, we we know a little bit about the Walking Dead stuff. <laughs> we, we, every once in a while, we chat about it, you know, just for fun. <laughs> just for fun. Yeah, every week uh, we chop it up because now you know uh, the Walking Dead is a year-round thing. So, uh, he, you know, there's always going to be just about every week uh, something to talk about. So I'm glad that you are here, and I'm looking forward to getting your thoughts on this uh, Season 2 premiere. And, uh, you know, um, let's get right into it. Uh, let's not mess around. Uh, this is Season 2 of Fear the Walking Dead, the Walking Dead spinoff. And uh, the funny thing about... Uh, um, Oh wait! Somebody in the chat wants to hop in. Let me see. Let me see this. Let's see. Hold on a second. Let's see. Howdy. <laughs> this. Uh, How you guys doing? 
I'm good. So are you about good. to tro- you about to troll, aren't you? Nope. I just thought I watched the show every once in a while and I like it. So okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, no, I'm not one to be trolling on this website. It's pretty cool, personally, what I think. So it's it's a nice thing to have. So I respect it. Uh, I like the uh, military theme we got on. We got a captain. I'm a general. You are. Right. And fatigues there. That works. All right. We're so, ready. We're ready for the apocalypse. Okay. Right. I suppose. All right. So tell us about yourself, Dominic. Well, right now I'm currently enlisted in the Civil Air Patrol as a U.S. Air Force Auxiliary. I go out and do search and rescue operations in a Cessna 182 turboprop with a uh, thermal imagery screen inside. And we go look for lost hikers and aircraft that went down up in the mountains here in Colorado. And we mostly just do that. We'll do uh, crisis relief. Mostly we're, 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 we're part of Homeland Security and FEMA. But, you know, personally, the way I see that is... This part of the, I'm more of a, uh, well, I'll do my political background. I'm not really into politics as much as I'm an anarchist voluntarist. I don't like the state. It's corrupt, but I like serving people and saving lives. It's just my, that's my point. And I like flying, so that's kind of my, my whole gist of it. But, you know, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Are you in service there, sir? Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. All right, so are you, you're, uh, you're a big Fear of the Walking Dead fan? Yeah, it's good. That and, and the show, so, you know, I like it. Okay. All right, so uh, so we're we're talking about the uh, season two premiere, and okay. the name of the episode was called Monster. And um, one thing that uh, I think uh, our panel was excited about was we were going to get The Walking Dead in a different format this season, uh, especially. Uh, we were going to get The Walking Dead on on water, uh, on the, on the ship, uh, yeah. Abigail, and also we were going to get a different uh, character dynamic because we're basically following a family. And uh, I have to say, starting off at, with the the opening, I thought it was excellent. I thought yeah. the, uh, it was very in, entertaining, uh, very action packed. What do you think, Olaf? Well, at first I was a little bit confused. I was like, did I miss something? You know, did I blink in something? Because it started out, you know on there then it was like oh i get it it's like uh, just call it uh, con con fog from <laughs> being it's like submerged into walking dead all weekend but uh i liked the opening and i, was, I thought it, you know, it was you know really exciting you know a lot of uh you know a lot of you know it, it it didn't start off slow boy it just jumped in and took off so it was i liked it i thought it was good mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. What about you, Chris? I, or Dominic? Go first, Dominic. Uh, you know, I, I, I agree. I, I liked it, too. It's been a while since we've seen these characters, and, you know, they've AMC has been really teasing us up to this point. You know, I mean, it was just commercial after commercial and you know, teasers, and it was just like, well, okay, just stop. <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I thought it was good. Uh, I thought it was a little quick there. I agree with Olaf. Um but it was good to see all the characters again, and and I'm right back into the story, so I liked it. Yeah, same here. It's pretty much my opinion. Uh, I watched the whole previous, the other series, the you know, The Walking Dead. That one was good, and uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. I was excited for a person. Like, oh shit, this is isn't it set in Florida or something like that? Or Los Angeles. Down in Los LA. Angeles. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes. Yeah, 
It's a good one. It's a lot different because, you know, the environment's a lot different. The people are a lot different. Uh, it's more of, you know, cities oriented instead of out in sticks, like, you know, in Georgia. So it's, I liked it. I think it's a good move for them to do that. And it's always nice to have two, two different series, the same, you know, made with the same, you know, I don't know, but AMC is just, they've done the best job on pretty much every show I've seen. And FX is good too. Uh, Sons of Anarchy is a good one. Uh, right. You know, a whole bunch of stuff, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did, no, did anyone, oh, did, did anybody else notice that, that, or that to me, it seemed like, the commercials tonight in the episode or in this premiere were a whole lot shorter than they normally are. Is that just me or did you all know? Yeah, I noticed that. Like the, the first commercial was like one or two ads and then boom, it was back to the premiere. And then the other ones, they didn't run like 50 advertisements. Uh, So I think we actually got a little bit more uh, fear uh, actually, airtime instead of so much commercial airtime. I'm gonna tell you how. I'm gonna tell you how I know that the commercials were shorter. Right? Is uh, I make a smoothie during the uh, the commercial break, <laughs> and, and I'm always yes. able to complete it just in enough time. And uh, you know what? I I was making my smoothie. Done, no, I was making my smoothie, and I I could hear the show back on. I was like, wait a minute. You know, I'm always perfectly timed my smoothie uh, making. So, yeah. so uh, you know, yeah, it was, it it was. So, I, I, yeah, there yeah, was. I, a, I agree. I think I noticed that too. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting though. Um, also, too, uh, one thing too that I've never seen in a movie. Maybe you guys have seen it before, or maybe I just can't remember. But I've never seen swimming zombies, and this was the first time when uh, when. Uh, when old boy looked up and he saw that one, the the first walker, and he was like swimming, I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, he, he thought it was the other. He thought it was the other guy in the water, and he's like, "On oh, hey, you know, this is fun." And then he was like, "Oh crap, it's a walk. It's like it's a it's a dead one." No. Yeah, I mean they had. I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you're you're in you're out in the in the ocean, and it's I think the they said it was like forty four meters deep. Ain't no touching the bottom of that pool at all, buddy. Not for you. Count, and, right, it's no way. And he was twenty or thirty. He's thirty feet or so from the from the yacht. You're just kind of screwed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was a great scene. Uh, but let's go back though. We had the uh, the one walker that tried to walk to the uh, the boat. And then they put the uh, propeller in his face. That, that uh, was, oh, was like zombie yeah. chum. It was zombie chum. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was a great scene. Uh, something that we definitely haven't seen before on a Walking Dead show. But um, yeah, I thought, well, you know uh-huh. the, what they was what it was is that that actor wanted to get a little wanted to get a few more props <laughs> in his acting scene. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 I have to say, though, uh, I want to, uh, we're going to hop around, right? And the first character we got to talk about, and I thought this was really his episode in a lot of ways, was Strand. I think Strand, um, we were very interested in his character uh, in um, the end of season uh, one, and now in this uh, beginning of season two, his character is very interesting, and, you know... You know, the question I have for you guys, and I'm going to start with the captain and we can go around, is um, do we think that that uh, Abigail is actually his? 
yeah, I think it is. And there was, he, it's like, I think it is because there was judging, if you, if you look at his house and how it was set up and everything, and, you know, dude had a Rolex and, and you know, the really good cufflinks and all that stuff. So he had money and was doing something to where he had funds that he could do stuff like that. And, I mean, Abigail, you're looking probably three, four hundred thousand dollars but That ain't no... You know, that's not no pocket change. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree with that too because in and also he he knows how to you know operate the yacht. So yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's his. He could have been right. a captain on that <laughs> right. boat, <laughs> right? Exactly. And and to to know all the navigation, and everything else. So not, that doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that that it's his. Right. But you know, he does have a good handle on. He, I mean, one or two things. He, he, either he was the butler at that house and knew knew how to, uh, to you know, operate, you know, to take care of the boat and all that other stuff, or that was his house and it's his boat. But I'm gonna, I'm going with it. It's it, that it, that was all his stuff. I, the the Ab- Abigail and everything else. I'm trying to think. What's more interesting that it was his or that maybe he commandeered it at some point, or maybe he worked for the man that really owned it. You know, and uh, so I'm trying to think. Uh, hey, what's up, Carlos? Uh, which is more interesting? Now, Ivana in our uh, in our speaker chat room, she says that she's worried that he doesn't get any sleep. But you know what? If I was Strand, I wouldn't be trying to sleep with them around anyway, too, because yeah. you know, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. They always they're trying to let people aboard of his ship and all of this craziness. That, oh, well, you gotta figure that. You know, at this point. It's, you know, people want to help other people. You know, it, I don't think they've come to the point where, you know, it's they see what's going on. But if they see someone who's not a walker, you know, they're, they're just obligated to help at this point. You know. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, that's where it's, you know, I, it's like the, here with me, you know, you're out there, you're going out on the ship. You have limited, you have a certain amount of supplies for certain people, uh, for a number of people. And yeah, the immediately your first reaction is that you want to help them, but there looked like there was fifteen or twenty people on that boat, and that means you bring them onto your boat. Yeah, you're you're saving somebody, and that would be the moral thing to do. But unfortunately, now if Strand had a place that he could go and had plenty of supply and able to, uh, uh, you know have like a, a community going that's one thing but you know there's nothing like that set up yet so if he try if he brings them onto his ship he's just killed everybody in other words, he's not doing the people on the boat any favor and he's not doing any of the ones on on abigail any favors because there's not enough to sustain all those people so unfortunately, you know, I, didn't catch, uh, I didn't catch if he had a reserve of fuel either. So I mean, obviously that's going to be a concern too. He said something about he had enough to get to like, you know, pretty way, pretty far out there. So I'd say that Abigail has a good, has a pretty good, pretty good amount of fuel. Mm. And yeah. because and just the way his house was set up. Because you know when they went when they in at the end of season one when we went to go to his house and the keypad they were like oh well the grid's down he said well the generators kick on when the 
when the grid goes down, the generators kick on. So he's already planned ahead in his house for any kind of power outages, and the, sh the yacht has its own uh, water filtration system, and because the, the, oh, what was her name? She was the one that was talking on the radio. You know, she said, oh, we've got this something system for uh, water. Uh, so he's already planned ahead for a lot of situations like that. There may be something on the ship that, uh, you know, that allows, you know, for some sort of conversion of something for fuel. Uh, there are, I mean, you know, like there are army vehicles that run on just about anything. They'll run on water or, you know, whatever you can pour into them almost. So, you know, there is ways to make things run on other things besides just diesel fuel. Yeah, um, today we were down in uh, Cortez, down at the southern end of the state, and we are picking up a transmission, and on our way there, this guy, uh, let's see, TI, TILX, I guess they own a, um, I guess Trinity, let's see, what is it, Freight, Trinity Freight Company or something like that. This guy, he's he owns these railroad tracks and owns use in the whole line out there, and he's got all of this oil stockpiled, brand new, brand new tanks, and they're all sagging and they're full to the top. And looks like they're not going anywhere. And he, he says he's been just keeping them for when stuff gets bad. But it's pretty interesting. A lot of people are stockpiling on very important things these days. So yeah, it was interesting, but kind of off topic. But right. yeah. Hmm. yeah. Now. Um you would think, though, at this point, our group would have been a little more savvier, I think, because they've seen enough stuff to realize that it's not just the walkers that'll get you, that it's people, too. I know they haven't seen as much as our uh, the, the people on the Walking Dead uh, main show, but, um, you know, I mean, the ship, you know, it's a nice size uh, yacht, but if you add all those people that were sinking on that boat, then all of a sudden now you're bumping into people you don't, you know what I'm saying? There's only so much right. food. And then also, too, is, uh, and I believe it was something that, um, that Chris Curtis's character said, excuse me, that, uh, you know, uh, we don't know if they're infected or not. You know? Right. We're not sure if they're infected. So there's yeah. a lot of reasons to, to be a dick and uh, not let people on. And also, it's because there, you know, there'll be tension that will stir up eventually, and there will be issues in between everyone, and that will divide them. There'll be fights and issues and noise and uh, just basic attractions through that kind of issue that people will have in that time because it's tense and it's not fun, and you need a specific amount of people to keep it going and keep it running smoothly without having, you know, any issues. But, right. Yeah. And you know, with the where they're at, and at, at the at the time that they're in right now, uh, it's like during the show there was uh, a radio transmission, I think, from the Coast Guard, or I believe it was Coast Guard. Yeah. And they said there is no help coming. There is no avail, nothing available. You know, we can't do anything for you, and we're sorry. And that was the end of that transmission. But here is you know the Coast Guard saying. We can't do anything for you. We're not coming to rescue you. There's nobody coming to pick you up or drop supplies. We don't have yeah. anything. It's all gone. Sorry. You know, so 
And you know what? What's um, what's been the timeline so far? Has it been? It seems like it's only been three days, right, since the, the chaos actually started. Oh, yeah, I think it's been. A- yeah, I mean, I've been trying to put it together, like to see, like you know how. I'm I'm guessing it's been three days. No, well, the third day being the day on the boat. Tonight's episode. Oh, uh, oh, this episode no. you're saying it was three days. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh, like how long has it been since the chaos started when they got to the military compound? Oh, or the quarantine, right? The uh, no, it's more. It was more than three days. Was yeah, it more was, than three days? I would, yeah, I would. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was long. Because they spent a night in in the house, right? And they spent a night at, on the boat. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, you mean like, since since they got on the ship? Yeah, so, since they got on the ship. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably about three days. Yeah, three days. That, that right, sounds about right, right? For, the, for the for the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think so. Something like that. About three about three days. Yeah. So I mean, it, in, in all sense, you know, that really isn't giving a lot of time for anyone to really prepare. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just chaos. Not at all, yeah. Not at all. And I know we're all, we're seasoned, right? I mean, because we watched, you know, we watched The Walking Dead, so we know, we know what to do, what not to do. But, you know, for these folks to be just thrown together in, let's say, three days, you know, that's, you know, they're going to be making mistakes and Big they're going to have misjudgments. Big time mistakes, yeah. Now, um, also, too, let, let's talk about Christopher. Uh, you know, obviously, he, he lost his mother and blames his father and we were joking on uh, the finale episode about uh, how many men would like to have an opportunity to shoot their ex-wives and uh, but uh, poor uh, Travis and Chris that uh, I, I thought that was pretty good um, that they actually had her on this episode uh, only as a dead body uh, I, I wonder uh, I wonder if she gets paid the same playing a dead body as a uh, being a live actress, but uh, yeah, it's show. like well, you know, it's like they just play, they just pay her a, a flat rate. <laughs> I, I get it, but I'm pumped. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think that uh, rate, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Sorry about that. All right, so um, you know, Christopher, I, I love the scene that uh that um. Ruben Blade's uh, character uh, um, said, you know, when he was dealing with, you know, he's talking to Travis and he was basically telling him, uh, Daniel Salazar, uh, he was telling him that he had wished that he had had that opportunity to show, to give his wife that uh, mercy, which I thought was a, was a great scene because it really, you know, he needed to hear that himself because he was feeling guilty. In, in a way, he was feeling guilty that that um, that you know he had done that you know. But as we all know, that if you don't put one in their head, they're you know they're gonna come back from being dead. So um, uh, I think at some point they're gonna come to you know you, you know he's gonna get past this at some point um, as much as you can. But I noticed though that uh, Christopher and Daniel. They've been pretty close for a while now on the show. Remember, he tried to teach him how to shoot, 
and now he was fishing with him. And I don't know, did you guys really, uh, what kind of fish was that that he caught? I didn't, I couldn't. It was a eel. Was it an eel? eel? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because he said, you know, he, of course, now did you see the miniature version of Lucille beating, he's like, he was beating the, beat that fish with that, or beat, hit the eel, eel in the head to kill it with the miniature, with the miniature Lucille without the barbed wire. <laughs> it was a fake eel. <laughs> but, because uh, uh, Salazar said that, uh, he said, "Well, it's an eel. It doesn't look like much, but the meat's good." <laughs> Has anybody eaten eel uh, in the chat room or on on this uh, panel? No, I never have. Um, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't. I don't think I've ever ate eaten eel. Yeah, I don't think I would mess with no eel at all. <laughs> Unless I, hey, but if I was in their situation, I might be eating it some eel. Yeah, so right. you never know. Be freaking seeing me some eel if I caught it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out if the meat's good or not. <laughs> So, uh, as p- people who listen to this show in the first season know that my one of my favorite characters is Daniel Salazar because I, I, I do like the, the actor Ruben Blades uh, for a long time. He's a fantastic actor. And, uh, you know, I really think he's going to be like kind of a wild card of the show because there's so many places you can go with his character. You know what I mean? He can right. uh, definitely provide things that the Travis character can't, you know. And I, I like it though. When he saw that, when that other, when he saw that boat that was sinking, he had the shotgun ready. You oh know? yeah, <laughs> he was and like, did you, oh yeah, yeah. pointed right did to you, it. You noticed, and he kept that gun trained. It's like trained on them, even though they were pulling away. He kept that gun trained on them. Sure yeah. Like, nope, oh, yeah. you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna swim for us. Nope, nope, uh, uh-uh, don't do it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think we've seen him. Uh, at his boiling point yet. I mean, he's pretty calm, cool, and collective. But uh, we haven't really seen him, you know, go crazy yet. So, to me, I think that's kind of scary. You've got a character that's amongst others that um, you don't know, and you know, you don't know. I, what's I don't. Going. Yeah, I don't think you'll. I don't think you'll see him like lose it and go crazy and start doing. It. His character is just even killed and you know when he was you know, in back in season one when he was slicing the meat off the guy's arm he's just going okay tell me what i want to know oh you're not going to tell me okay that's fine right. what about now all right we're down to the okay now we're getting down to the second layer and it's going to hurt more you want to tell me now right and to me that's scary i mean he's patient so that's that's pretty he's, scary he's a very methodical <laughs> Getting back to him as a as an actor, though, uh, I guess he's a big singer. He um, he he's uh, you know he's been in a lot of movies. I mean, I, I remember seeing him in uh, Predator Two, I think, and uh, and but I guess he's he's uh, he's an actual singer, so I guess he can sing pretty well. Right, and uh, yeah. I think he's a poli- he was a politician, if I remember correctly, too, uh, or something like that. Yeah, so I know he was in heavy in the politics. Um, now, now I want to pivot back to Chris, and uh, when he <laughs> goes for his swim, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, did, you know, I don't know if you're gonna. Yeah, that was extremely stupid and made no sense, and uh, fully dressed too. He doesn't take anything off. You would have think he'd have stripped down to his underwear if he's just taking a swim, but. Uh, I, you know, I, I like I like that uh, you know that um, he uh, uh, Nick 
when when Nick goes after him, he's all like, oh, "I'm just taking a swim," and I'm sitting there looking at it like, "What?" You know, I'm I, I'm sitting there like, "Is he trying to kill himself or what?" You know, which, which is what we're supposed to believe. Yeah, right? yeah, he yeah. was definitely trying to off himself. You know, he probably caught a moment of clarity as soon as he hit the water, mm-hmm. but the intention was there. You know, and it was so obvious to me anyway. Right, right. I, there's no, no doubt. And then. Then uh, of course I like the when uh, you know Nick gets a hold of him he's kind of fighting with him it's like well, dude I just wanted I, I just wanted to go for a swim <laughs> and he's like going, oh okay let's go well I mean not like the scene before that you know it showed they were you know it, it showed his real father having dinner or you know together with and he I think he just felt like he was just on the outside so you know it seemed like he felt like he didn't fit in so. You know, I think that's what uh, started the whole, uh, you know, his suicide thoughts. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, yes, and uh, if somebody wants to hop in, uh, they most certainly can. Um, and ladies are welcomed, of course. But, um, yeah, I, I thought that was a funny scene. But, you know, I don't know. Do you, now, he found a yacht log in the um, inside the ship. And uh, obviously, they didn't just show us that, you know, just to be showing us that. It's going to have to come into play at some point. Hold on a second. We have a caller. Just one second. Caller. Hi, how you doing? Uh Uh-oh, we can't hear you. All right, we're going to... Hopefully our caller, uh, it's probably just got to change the mic settings. All right. So uh, obviously that yacht log is going to come into to play at some point. Um, uh-oh, she may need some guidance. Uh, Usually right. you set up your mic before you come in, though, right? Was right, it- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh oh! All right, you may need to come, go out and come back in and, and make sure. Yeah, that's what I was gonna suggest. Yeah. All right, so I'll, I'll kick you. Just come back in. Okay. So, all right. Um. So, uh, I thought those were great visuals, though, on on mm-hmm. the uh, on the uh, ocean. Okay, waiting for our caller to come back. Um. I thought those were really great visuals, and I, I thought right. that uh, that it was definitely as as we said earlier, it's something that we hadn't seen before. But um, but Nick Nick's character, which you know, I think he if those who like Fear the Walking Dead, I would have to say Nick's character is one of the, uh, the fan favorites uh, because I think we started off seeing him at his low of low, being a junkie, and then you know he's. You know, gone through so much, you know his character already. So I think a lot of a lot of the fans kind of kind of um, attach themselves to him because you know he's a definitely a flawed character, but he's a you know he has a good heart about him. Nick, like he didn't even you know he didn't even flinch. He went in after you know Christopher to go save him. Right. So he he has a you know he's 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 somewhat heroic as well, and um, ho- hopefully this season. We'll get to learn a lot more about Nick's character and 
and see him really evolve into you know more than just the the junkie of the show <laughs> as he kind of uh, was and, the first season. And you know you really have to give him props because you know he really knows how to drive that little dinghy. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Get props. Right, 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 right. Right. <laughs> there you go again with the props. Uh-huh. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah. Mick's character is uh, is definitely one of the good ones. Um, yeah, and I think uh, I think Chris's character is uh, just the opposite. I think now we get a sense of weakness with Chris, and um, you know that's with you know with characters like that they become vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, like I said, the one thing I, I get a feeling though with this show more so than uh, The Walking Dead is I have a feeling like this group is gonna stay together like i don't see too many the only red shirt that i would see is mr salazar's daughter the one who's wounded um she seems like she's definitely someone i wouldn't be surprised that is gonna you know uh uh i i wouldn't be surprised that ophelia is um you know if, if she may not make it you know what i mean but everybody else i really feel like i don't see anyone else really going so i think what they're gonna do is probably integrate some new characters in there so that they'll be fodder <laughs> for the for the walkers. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, no, I agree. So. Getting back to uh like the scenery of, of LA when they're you know out in um the ocean and they look back and they see LA in flames. I, I to me I would have liked to see more uh like survival in the city. Like I liked it when uh in The Walking Dead when Rick was in the city with Glenn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it just seemed like I, I expected more uh, just, you know, more survival in the, in the big L.A. city and see that scene where L.A. was just up in flames. It's like, well, L.A.'s gone. You know, it's like, you know, there's no more story to L.A. Well, I, that, you know, what I what I kind of took from that is it's like uh, you see it towards the end as they're moving away in the boat, you see uh, uh, a couple of like lights come in. And, and yeah, I, I think what. That of course that was two uh, two jets dropping bombs. Now, what I think is after the mil- after the military pulled out and they said, "Okay, we're we're out of here. This is uh, not controllable anymore." And the military left. You know, they bugged out, left all the civilians. Their plan was they bug out, get all the material, uh, get them all the military people out, or as many as they can, and they just come in. They figure the, the way to contain it and maybe keep it from going past L.A. is just to literally wipe out L.A. Yeah. So yeah. when I kind of, it's like kind of in the back of my mind, I was thinking when the military cleared out uh, in season one, I'm like going, well, uh, they're probably, you know, it's like L.A.'s not going not gonna to last much longer because they're just going to, you know, they're just going to nuke it. or I mean, they'll, they'll just bomb it and napalm it and stuff until they burn everything out. Yeah, I mean they they must have determined that pretty early though, you know, and, and I'm I'm sure that it, it came from the top. It must have came from the president, but you know they must have determined that L.A. had to be quarantined, you know, or, or destroyed. And I was surprised how they pulled that off so quickly, made a decision so fast. Yeah. Well, but they kept talking about what was it cobalt, the cobalt plant? Oh yeah, was, okay, yeah. oh a cobalt a plant, you know, code cobalt. Yeah, and so they already had, and once they, in season one where they had it quarantined, uh, had everything quarantined, they already knew 
then, and they already had this cobalt plan. It's like the the one Salazar did get that out of that one guy. Is like, well, cobalt is. Yep, that's uh, right. That's it. You know, it's kind of like okay, it's done. We can't do anything else. It's going to get out of control, so we're pulling out. So yep. there was the whole thing. They already had a plan in place. There wasn't any really quick thinking yeah. to come up with that plan to basically That's vaporize L.A. It yeah. was part. It's part of the. I would say it's part of that cobalt plan mm-hmm. that they're like, okay, get our people out, and then we're just going to hit it with everything we got and level level LA yeah no that's a good point I totally miss that one that's right too Cobalt and, and remember uh, initially when this show was uh, announced it was called uh, they were calling it uh, Walking Dead Cobalt so right. that was the er- original title of the series Oh, it was I didn't know that mm-hmm. oh really yeah that's why uh, our, some of our the, the early pages that you see of the show uh, from the fans was called Cobalt because everybody uh, th- we yeah, all, I didn't know that. Yeah, we all, a lot of us who were, you know, uh, really heavy into it, we were uh, yeah. assuming that's what, what the uh, show was going to be called, you know. Now, this isn't, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead is not based on a comic, right? No, not at all. It's totally a new no. situation. No. So, uh, you know, so that was, um, and then they, now we see why, you know, we saw why, because there was an episode called uh, Cobalt as well, which was, you know, which uh, with um, Olaf just described. So uh, let's see. Um, what is the name of the new cre- show creator? I'm sorry, the new show the creator has. What is the name of the new show the creator has? Oh, are you talking about? Um, um, oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, I can't remember. Yeah yeah, I know what you're talking about though, Carlos. Yeah. It's like the. It's like there's the name of the show the new creator. The comic writer has another show coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got a he got a lot of stuff popping. Yeah, he he's a busy dude. Yeah, no, yeah, on AMC, no zombies. Yeah, they they're you know they really trying to uh, they're hoping that he can bring some more content to AMC. Okay. That that I got know. it. It's a uh, Outcast on AMC. Outcast on Cinemax and Containment on AMC. Yeah, you know I, that's that's why I have an assistant because I can't remember this stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I you know it remains to be seen if uh, he'll have another winner. You know what I mean? So uh, you know, let's let's uh, wait and see. But yeah, you know, he got two programs. He, you know, I, I think you know somebody needs to be minding the store on these two that he got already. So <laughs> you know, but uh, you yeah. know, I digress. Uh, he will, and with the profits from the Walking Dead store, yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. All right. So what what can we? What do you think we can expect in this season? We saw the next on uh, uh, Olaf. Or what do you want to see from this series this season? Well, I'd like to see, you know, them to maybe get somewhere and at least start to piece together some sort of of uh, of a, you know, community or if you want to, lack of a better, well, it'd be a safe haven. That's what it would be. You know, I'd like to see them be able to get somewhere and hopefully not lose 
you know, I, I, I really don't want to see anybody go else go in this season. You know, I'd like a, if they if at all possible, but that's that's asking a lot for you know another what 15, fourteen episodes that nobody get none of the main characters get killed off uh, or the crew that they've got now. You know, I'd like to. It'd be nice to see them finish the season with everybody that they started with this season. Oh, so yeah, you, I agree. With I don't that. think that's going to happen, but it's like it'd be nice to see them finish out. You know, I, I it's like I'm, I'm it's like this first. First time, it's like, I guess, with a show that I don't want to see somebody, you know, killed off in the next two or three episodes. There's no Daryls on the show that you can root to get killed on. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like, yeah, it's like I, I almost got myself in trouble today. Uh, it's like with some Daryl Dixon fans. <laughs> what, what about you, Chris? Uh, what is something that you definitely want to see on this season of Fear the Walking Dead? I. No, I agree with Olaf. I'd like to see them find uh, a place because, you know, they can't just, uh, you know, uh, travel around on the yacht forever. So obviously they got to get somewhere. And um, I don't know. To me, this crew doesn't seem to be as strong as the original Walking Dead crew. Um, And I don't know if it's just because we haven't really seen character development yet. But... um, to me, I think if this crew met uh, Rick's crew, uh, you know, Rick's crew would definitely take care of these these people. You know, in a in an apocalyptic world, of course. But um, I don't know. I I just don't see any characters that are really strong. You know, except for Travis. You know, but uh, I don't know. For me, it, for me, it's tough. But uh, yeah, I'd like to see them all. Yes, yeah, stay together and find a safe haven. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up too, I I don't think I did Kirkman say that there were there weren't going to be any cross parallels between The Walking Dead and um, and and this show. I think that he was going to keep them separate. Right, right? they're going to be completely yeah. separate. But you know that yeah. could change. That can yeah. definitely change. Uh, let's see. Uh, T F Couch says I would love to see a backstory on Mister Strand. Uh, also, character and relationship development with all the teens uh, all definitely can't uh, live. Yeah. Well, me, I don't want to see them do Gilligan's Island. I want to see them keep it pushing because we get Gilligan's Island on The Walking Dead show. So I want this show to be different. I want right. them to be like, I want them to walk the earth like Kang from Kung Fu. So, uh, you know, I don't want him to get settled. I mean, not for too long. I don't want, I don't want, uh, Alexandria safe zone West, you know, like I want, you know, I want it to be, they're not in one place for too long. Some shit happens and they got to keep it pushing. You know, I want to really see this world in which, uh, you know, they've created. Um, Carlos says the characters will have heavy development. Also, the only combined characters will be from the miniseries. Yes, yes, yes. And we, we're going to have to break that down, too. The uh, the mini, the the little mini-sodes that come oh, on. Flight. Yeah. Uh, I got to watch them first, though. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, I want to I wanna really... Um, but I, I, that's what I want to see. I want to see it keep it pushing. And Mr. Strand, I hope that uh, he is... Uh, I hope that uh, Mr. Strand is uh, on the show for a while because he's a really good yeah. character. He's interesting. He's, he's I like the chat there, Sulzer and Strand. Yeah, that's uh, that's a deadly combination right there. You know, yeah. we don't know what to expect from both of these characters, so it's like, that's a big. 
I hope oh, yeah. they get on and the same page though. Yeah, Strand is a you say Strand is a or Strand is a very strong. I think he's a very strong character and uh, Salazar. You know, like those two. Uh, like I said in the chat, uh, those two right there could you know that's the beginning of the new government. You know, they're gonna they can you know between them two. Uh, Strand begin between Strand and Salazar, those two can put it together and make things work because, you know, Strand is very, you know, forward thinking, you know, so far what you've seen, he's very forward thinking and very, okay, we need to do this, this. He's already thought way ahead everybody else. He's so far, he's way ahead of the, of the curve on, on the whole uh, apocalyptic thing. He's already planned uh, a lot for that, so he's ready. And Salazar, since he was a you know interrogator, uh, he's got the he's got the you know calm, cool disposition to you know make that choice. You live, you die, makes no difference to me. He's very right. right. You know, he's very he can pick and choose, and you know those two would make a are, are a very strong combination. And then Travis, uh, Travis is, if you want to call it, Travis is uh, the kind of the Dale. He's like the kind of a little bit of the moral compass. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, and you know, and I want him to get to the ass kicking mode. You know, because he's the main character. I want to see him. Mm. I want him to see him become that dude. And I, hopefully, that's what what's going to happen in this season. So, well, we we mm-hmm. saw how you know he he can get into a fit of rage in the last episode of the first season, you know, how he just pummeled, you know, that soldier. Um, and, uh, you know, that was the good indication of, you know, what his limits are. So, you know, he's, he's a, I think he's a character not to be tested. So I think it's going to be uh, a good season with him. Let's, let's hope so. All right. So, um, let's, uh, um, Chris, how can people get you in social media and such? Uh, yeah, you can uh, hit me up on uh, uh, C General Nineteen as my Twitter. Uh, just look up Chris General up on Facebook. Um, uh, are you wrapping up the show pretty soon, or are you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, thanks for having me. Uh, like I said, I I was just looking for fellow Dead fans, and I found it. So you it did. You did. And, and uh, yeah. you got to come back next week. We're going to be talking about it next week as well. Uh, yeah, I'll be on for sure. Yeah. All right, Olaf. How can uh, we get you in social media and such? Well, you can uh, stalk me on both Facebook and Twitter, but just don't stalk too close because <laughs> I do get nervous and I do have an itchy trigger finger. Ah, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shoot! Uh, all right. Uh, um, you can follow me at Kente F, and you can follow the shows. Uh, all right, let me. I'm gonna put all the social media links in our chat room, and I'll tell you guys right here. Let me do that. Um, you can on Twitter. It's at Talking uh, Fear TWD, um, and then on Facebook, uh, our Facebook like page is facebook.com forward slash Talking Fear of the Walking Dead, and then our group is facebook.com uh, forward slash groups forward slash Talking Fear the Walking Dead. Um, also too, I want to, um, have a, um, take a moment to, uh, say that 
Every year we have a tradition on IndieRadio.org, and that tradition is we do our in you know out of respect to the March Madness, we have our own brackets, and usually we do it around the same time as March Madness. But I was away, so we're gonna do it at right after. And um, the first bracket we did was we did movie uh, villains. That was the first bracket we did. It was very successful. Um, I believe it was the was it the uh, the predator beat Jaws in the final. <laughs> uh, I can see that. I can see that. I can see it. And uh, the second year we did movie heroes, right? Only natural, right? And um, who was the hero that won? Was it, I think it was Godzilla won, right? Yeah, no, it was, Godzilla won that one. Yeah. Godzilla won, right? But God, it was a, it was a Bruce yeah. Lee new Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. Or... Uh, it was it was a uh, retro Godzilla, and, uh, okay. and then last year we we went crazy. We had uh, cartoon heroes and villains, <laughs> and uh, who you know what? Dang, who was the winner last year? It's you would think that was like that wasn't that long ago, and I, I can't remember. But uh, uh, I know, can't remember. But you know, I'm, I'm about to I'm about to bring it up right now because it's, it's gonna bug me. You would think I would have had that ready, right? Uh, here we go. I'm about to bring it up. Who won last year? Uh, but so this year we're going to do our bracket challenge once again. And this year we have a, okay, here we go. Madness brackets. The winner from, Le- no, I'm sorry. It was blade. That was the hero that won. Okay. Oh, that's it was right. The hero was that won. Powerful character. Yeah. Uh, blade. Won. sleeps. And he, because the final was against Blade versus Bruce Lee. All right. Oh, Bruce but, Lee wins hands down. Uh, uh-uh. it's like it, no, <laughs> Blade was the one that won out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I was, I, you know, I, I was kind of surprised. But anyway, so this year, uh, we are doing uh, comic book heroes bracket. We have our field of sixty four, and um, we will be we'll be doing this on our spotlight show. And I, the first, the first um, day we're gonna unveil our brackets will be on uh, August the twenty fourth. Uh, let me make sure I have that right, correct? Yeah, August the twenty. I'm sorry, August the 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 twenty first uh, on our spotlight show, and we will have our field of sixty four, and we will have. Uh, I, I can tell you with the four number one seeds are and then you'll find out who's going to be else in there uh, we have because it's four number one seeds we have superman of course is a number one seed batman's a number one seed spider-man and the hulk are the four number one seeds so you got to find out who else made the cut who they will go against but uh it's a really good uh you know um bracket and uh yeah of course uh, yeah iron man is definitely in it and uh but I'm not gonna tell you. There's some good matchups in the first round. There's some really good matchups. There's some matchups in that first round that people are gonna be upset that I put them <laughs> against each other. Cause I've already had two people that did my little test of it and they were like, Why did you do that? Because <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadpool's in there, Ant Man's in yeah, there. Ant Man, I was gonna say Ant Man. Yep, it, it's a it's a really good field. And uh, these do very well. The the community really gets excited about these brackets. 
and I really put a lot of effort into <laughs> making this bracket, and it's going to be better than uh, the years before. So um, it's it actually is a different look than before. Wolverine is in there as well. He almost was a number one seed. Uh, he almost got the number one seed, but he he wasn't. So, but yeah, Wolverine's in there. Most of the people that that you know and love is in these brackets and in some of the first round matchups um I, you know i'll tell you one matchup that i think people will, will like and i ain't telling no more after this but there is a matchup in the first round between the flash and quicksilver so so there'll be a, a, a huge debate on who wins that one so uh that's one of the matchups and there's a lot of other good. See, he says Quicksilver. We'll see. So, see that the, the, well, the, whatever the fun is, part about the whole thing, huh? The the, the 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 fun part about the whole thing is, is like if you pick like uh, if you pick the Quicksilver, or you pick uh, who was the other one? It was the uh, Flash. The Flash. Oh, the Flash. It's like you use the the fun part where it gets down to the the nitty gritty is. Uh, the explanation why you think Quicksilver is going to beat the Flash or the Flash is going to beat Quicksilver, that gets to be some really interesting debates. Uh, it's it's pretty awesome. We had a debate that was so hilarious. It was because uh, one of the matchups in the Heroes was it was, uh, it was uh, Luke Skywalker what, what, versus Godzilla. And <laughs> oh my God, that was that was an epic debate <laughs> oh my god i mean they were literally our panelists were literally having a a fight on air about who would win godzilla or Luke, which it seems pretty certain i'm just a moderator but i mean <laughs> i i don't see how luke skywalker can handle uh godzilla i mean to be honest with you but apparently we had different opinions so <laughs> you know yeah, it was that was that was just hilarious. What about Howard the Duck? You got to throw Howard the Duck in there too. He's got to be in there. I, you'll see. We're gonna come out with the brackets, and uh, we have a the bracket, and uh, voting is every is gonna be every week after the twenty first. We're gonna have uh, every Thursday. We're gonna really we're gonna release who won, and then we're gonna have another debate on the second round and the third round. And in our finale episode of it, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have two people representing the uh, the final the finalists, and they're gonna have a debate on behalf of the the, the <laughs> we had on the uh, the Predator and Jaws debate was pretty funny. <laughs> Is that recorded somewhere? Because yeah, I yeah. don't see how. I mean, how long did that debate last? I mean, it, it was pretty funny. It was it was funny because. Uh, one of the questions was uh, who's sexier, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, so it was pretty funny. So, um, but you know, these people take it very serious. You, you know, what's funny is uh, people. Uh, which theme song? Jaws or Predator? Oh, of Predator. I, you know, I don't remember the theme song for Predator. Uh, nah. But people take it very serious. So, I mean, I you know, when I first created this. I thought it was just going to be something, you know, a little silly that we do, but people get so into it and they couldn't wait for the next, you know, they actually want me to do multiple ones in a year. But after we do that one, it's like, you know, we need a whole another year to, uh, to, to come back from it. So, oh, yeah. so I, I can see that. So uh, this, this year though, is comic book heroes. 
And um, we actually, before we had a selection show last year where we literally had a panelist. We had panelists selecting each person. And, uh, you know, that was kind of a mistake because uh, we had cartoon uh, heroes and villains. And people were like, you know, they were going some real obscure, you know, and, you know, people were like, who is this character? You know, like, you know, so, so I had to, uh, this year I, I selected everybody and I'm sure I'm already, I've already got, why didn't I have this person and that person, you know? So I think uh, any good list has to get people excited and piss people off too. So, you know, I think I think you just can't have a list that everybody's gonna love. Everyone's not gonna love every list. So, uh, so and also too, I have um, another thing that I'm doing too. I'll be putting out this blog soon. It'll be my top twenty-five uh, TV shows uh, dramas. So uh, I haven't done it in two years. So, so that's gonna be coming out as well. But so that'll be coming out the twenty-first. Make sure you're there. We're gonna we're gonna um, show you know. We're going to show uh, each bracket, each of the matchups, and we're going to have a panel assembled, and we're going to debate each single thing. So it's going to be pretty funny. So I think you guys will enjoy it. But um, so I'll be every show we do from now until then. I'm going to be pimping the uh, the comic book uh, <laughs> the comic book uh, hero madness uh, episodes because it's going to be coming out soon. So people were That's asking because like they usually come out in March. So people were like, oh, you're not doing it this year. I'm like, yes, I'm doing it this year. I just, <laughs> I was away in Chicago, so I had to come back. So that's coming out. All right. So with all that said, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, it was a great show. Great meeting yeah, you, Chris. Hey, thanks uh, for, uh, Olaf, thanks for having me. Thanks for pinch hitting so, for, uh, our, for our guys who. Uh, happy to have you on. Yes. Yes. So uh, d- definitely. And I'm, I'm going to follow you on Twitter as well. So, um, but it was great. Every thanks to everybody who, who came, and we'll catch you next time. Sounds good. Peace. Thanks for listening. <laughs>